You may be seated. Praise God. It is so good to be in church here tonight. So refreshing. Amen. After a long, hot day, to those of you that have been outside, but thank God we've had a nice breeze. Amen. Let us turn into the New Testament, to the book of Acts, the book of Acts, chapter number 5. And then I'm going to turn to John chapter 8. So just try to follow along. Acts chapter number 5. Are you feeling good? All right. All right. Don't fall asleep at the table. (laughs) Acts chapter 5, verse 42, I'll read one verse, and then we'll be turning to John chapter 8. And daily, someone say daily, and daily in the temple and in every house, say every house, that doesn't mean every house that they barged into, but every house they were allowed access into. Does that make sense? All right. And in every house they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. And all through the book of Acts, over and over and over and over, perhaps every chapter or every other chapter, we read about the church, the ministry, preaching, Jesus Christ everywhere. Someone say Him. Jesus Christ. That was the will of God then, and it is the will of God now. God wants the whole world to know who He is and what He has done to become our salvation. Now let's turn to the book of John. I'm going to go as slow and and be as careful as I can tonight because I want you to hear. My thrill is when you get what God is saying. I get happy when people receive and get knowledge and understanding of what God is saying. I love it when I see people have that experience where the light of truth just goes off and they see it. How many remembers the first time you saw it? The thrill that you experienced and you wanted to tell everybody what you had seen. I don't know about you, but I want that thrill back. I want that excitement back. 
I remember teaching Bible studies the very first day I received the revelation of Jesus Christ. And every day since, I remember those days and I was praying and asking God today, Oh, Lord, I need a restoration and a renewal of the appreciation and the excitement and the thrill of knowing who you are that I might share you with my world. John chapter number 8. Go there with me. I read verse 31. Then said Jesus to those Jews, which believed on him, if you continue in my word, it's more than just attending a service in a synagogue, but if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples or followers indeed. And as this process continues, verse 32, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. He is speaking to people that were taught the Scriptures all of their lives. They were taught all of their lives, and they believed Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. They were taught Jeremiah 10.10. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. They were taught that the Lord is the Redeemer, the Creator, and the only Savior. And they embraced that truth. And they carried that truth with them and Jesus came and he began to preach the kingdom of God and he began to preach his own identity not only did he preach his own identity but he also preached repentance he preached baptism he preached new birth yes he did he preached the Holy Ghost, he preached the gospel before the apostles preached the gospel. That's where did they get it from? They got it from him. And so here he is communicating with these Jews, telling them, if you guys will just stay in my word, my word always leads to me because it came from me. It is me. Stay in the word and you'll become my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And then I skip down to verse 36 just for us to focus. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Someone say truth. And then Jesus says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. What truth was he talking about that would make them free? 
What truth was it? He was, tr- was he trying to communicate to the people? It was the truth of who he was. Because they would never be his disciples until they understood who their Lord really was. Praise God. That is what I want to convey today here tonight. Is that not only do we need to be made free through the knowledge of him. But we need to become conduits. Of God's revelation. We need to be able. Through the knowledge of God. And through the Holy Ghost. And through the life of Jesus Christ. Abiding and living and circulating. And manifesting in and through us. Amen. Show Him. Reveal Him to the world around us. Because if we do not reveal this truth. To our world. Through manifestation. The world will never recognize who he is. And if they never recognize who he is, they will never properly respond to him, call upon him, believe him, or receive him into their lives. I tonight desire so much to be able to communicate in word and deed just who Jesus Christ really is. Because he is the power that makes a man free. It is through knowing Him. It's more than just knowing His identity that is foundational and fundamental. We need to know the identity of our God. We need to have an understanding, if I can say it this way, of who our daddy is. But more than that, more than just knowing who our father is, who the Lord is, we need to know him personally, amen, intelligibly through the scripture and experientially through the spirit, through fellowship and through relationship. And it is through these levels that we are empowered to manifest Jesus Christ to our world. Someone say, I want to manifest Him. What is the will of God? Turn with me to 1 Timothy chapter number 2. 1 Timothy chapter number 2. Verse 4 Are you there? 1 Timothy chapter number 2. Who will, someone say will, have all men to be saved. But is that all there is? Is that all there is? Is just the experience of salvation? Is that all there is? If that's all there is, then you're going to lose your thunder. If that's all there is. Is just being saved. But he says he wants all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Not just to know things that are true, but to come to the knowledge of the truth. Not a truth, but a specific truth. And Jesus said, I am the way, 
I am the truth, and amen, thereby I am the life. The whole world needs to not only be saved, but to know who Jesus is. He is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And he wants everybody to know it. Scripturally and relationally. Praise God. I come to realize, because strife and arguments didn't get anywhere, and through God giving a little bit of wisdom, I come to realize that it's not my job to prove who Jesus is. However, as a representative and as an ambassador and as a member of the body of Christ, it is my responsibility to present who he is. I may not be able to prove to everybody who Jesus is, but amen, through the Holy Ghost and through the scriptures, I can present who he is. Why don't you touch your neighbor and say, that's our responsibility. You may not be able to prove who he is, but you can present who he is. Because if you can present who he is and they receive who he is, he will prove and convince them of who he is. Does that make sense? So I don't want to just learn what is written about him. I want to learn him. You see, this is what made the apostles so effective. Not only did they have understanding of the scriptures that pointed to him, all the scriptures, the law, it pointed, it pointed to him. The Psalms, it pointed to him. The prophets, it, everything pointed to him. That's what Jesus said. We're going to be teaching that this Sunday, by the way. Foundation of Life, Level 2, the Revelation of the gospel you're going to find out why the gospel is so powerful it's the revelation of the gospel is what makes the gospel so powerful and so impacting amen we've got to get our focus back on him come on we've got to get our focus back on him amen we've got to get our focus back on him amen it was Paul that said I, I, I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified it's not just there was a man named Jesus and he was crucified. But it's who that man was that makes the difference. Amen. So I want to learn him so that I can communicate him. As an epistle of Christ, I want to communicate this true living God, creator and savior Amen. That came in flesh that we might behold his glory. It was Moses that saw all of the miracles of God. And he was impressed for a while, but the miracles did not satisfy him. So he went to God in prayer and he said, Lord, I'm going to paraphrase. I'm going to kind of read Moses' mind. Moses said, I've saw great things. I saw your power displayed in Egypt. I saw things that I never thought or dreamt I would ever saw or see. But he said, I want to see more. And he went to God and he said, show me thy glory. And the Lord spoke back and he says, you can't see my face. 
But the New Testament tells us that we behold the glory of God in the face of of Jesus Christ the world needs to see his glory and if the world's going to see his glory they're going to have to see who Jesus really is and the only way they're going to see him is through the body of Christ God reveals himself through his word and his word was manifest in the flesh. Come on somebody. God communicates. God expresses. God reveals himself through his word. Come on. It was in him and he began to communicate. Before there was a Bible, there was God and his word. His word was within him. In the beginning was the word, not the Bible. The Bible came later. But in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And we continue to read that it created all things by his word. And verse 14, and the word became flesh. It did not say that God made a body and then moved into it. It said the word which was God became flesh. He was not a man that made himself God. He was God that made himself man. To redeem man. To reconcile man. To pay the sin debt for all humanity. I want to get a hold of that revelation again in this end time. I believe that the greatest revival in this end time is going to be the result of the revealing of Jesus Christ through the body. Hallelujah. Praise God. Manifestation is not a new thing. You understand the terms, God manifested himself in many ways. We call them theophanies. He appeared, he expressed himself, he communicated, he made himself known, he appeared. If you read in the scripture, it will tell you, amen, the Lord appeared to David. The Lord appeared to Solomon. The Lord appeared to Abraham. The Lord appeared to Moses. And on and on and on, the Lord appeared. The Lord appeared and made himself known in the glory cloud. The Lord appeared and made himself known in that uh, fire. So he's appearing in a cloud. He's appearing, amen, in fire. He's appearing in glory. He's appearing in angelic form. He was not a bush, but he appeared. He communicated through the bush. But when Jesus came, amen, hallelujah, it was a fulfillment of the prophet Isaiah. Hallelujah, he shall be called Emmanuel. He's more than an appearance of God. He is God. He is the grand finale of God's manifestations. Oh, can we lift our hands and just thank the Lord. Oh, I want to see Him. I want the people in my world, if they could just see Him, if they could just see Him. I've tried and I can't seem to convince the people But if they could just see him in us, if they could just see him in us, it's more than just what he says, it's who he reveals himself to be. Not just to us, but through us. Praise God. Oh, my, 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 my. I feel like I'm led of the Holy Ghost.
to admonish you to get back in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let God touch your spirit. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind so that you, amen, become so in awe and so overwhelmed because of who he is and the fact that he wants to show himself, hallelujah, to this whole world. There are people that don't know, that don't believe, but there are many that will because of what the Lord's doing in you. Because of what the Lord is doing in you. Come on, it's not possible by your intellect or by your ingenuity. It's not possible because you're strong. It is possible through the Holy Ghost. Not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, indeed. It is through Him, by the Spirit, Spirit-led. If God manifested Himself in the flesh... So that he could be revealed to the world. And people, many people believed on him in that day. That lets me know that God is still revealing himself. How is he doing it? He's doing it through manifestation. And Paul said the whole earth is groaning. Waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That's how God reveals himself. Through humanity. He's going to reveal himself over and over and over and over again. And this time, it's going to be through the body of Christ in the earth. If you want to be a part of that and you believe that you already are, why don't we just lift our hands and just give thanks to the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It's more than just the words that we say, but it's also the life that we live. Praise God. It's the attitude that we project. It's the love that we communicate. Come on. Hallelujah. We don't just speak the truth in love. We present it in love. Because love is who God is. He doesn't just have love. He is love. The world's contaminated and polluted that. No doubt. So not only should we learn the word of truth and get it deep in our heart so that we can communicate it correctly, but we also need to have a right, healthy relationship so that we can present the person of truth. I've tried... I've given chapter and verse, and it still doesn't seem to convince some people. But I'm going to take it up a notch. So not only am I going to proclaim and preach the Scripture, I, through the Holy Ghost, am going to present the person of truth. Amen. So that they not only hear Him through the Scripture, but they can see Him through us. Oh, I want that to be my reality. Oh, take me back. Take me back. Take me back to Bethel. Hallelujah. Let me behold the glory of God again. And it's through beholding the glory of God that you and I, as His children, can be changed from glory to glory. Hallelujah. If you, like, if you feel like the Lord is just speaking to you and touching you and prompting you, why don't you just, amen, express and communicate back to Him for just a moment. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's what the early church did. It went from Jesus to the apostles. It went from the apostles to the 120. 
And then from 120 it went to 3,000. And then it went to 5,000. And then persecution came to the church and the whole church was scattered. But I'm telling you, they didn't hide in the closet. They didn't keep their mouth shut. But the whole church understood and knew and had the revelation. And they were revived because of the power of that revelation. And the whole church body went everywhere. Read it. And they preached. They proclaimed. They presented truth. Hallelujah. So we're just we're going to have more than just a little devotion. Now we're not going to give them the whole Bible. But I tell you what we can do. We can present the person of truth. Hallelujah. We can reveal Jesus Christ. That's right. That's right. They need to see him. Our character is flawed, but not his. <laughs> you read about the fruit of the Spirit? It's the fruit of the Spirit. It's not your fruit. It's the fruit of the Spirit. But if the Spirit abides in me and I abide in him, hello, there's going to be fruit. Does that make sense? And people all around this world love fruit. And you know the good thing about fruit? There's a seed in it. So if you show them the fruit and they receive the fruit of the life of Jesus Christ, the seed's going to get in them. And there's so much power and potency in the seed of the fruit that comes from Him. I'm not sure if that makes sense, but let me move forward. Not only is He Emmanuel... God with us, he is now Christ in us. Would you say that with me? Say Emmanuel means God with us. But if you get the Holy Ghost, he becomes Christ in us. And what is Christ in us? The hope of glory. Not just your hope of glory, but the hope of glory to whoever believes and calls on and receives him then he becomes their hope. My, 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 my. Praise God. Does this make sense so far? My, my, my. Let's all do that. Praise the Lord. Just kind of hitting the refresh button. My Lord, thank you. God wants to be seen. He wants to be heard. When he told his disciples, he said, I want you to touch me. Put your hands here. Touch me. T look at me. Behold me. Touch me. What was he saying? I want you to know that I'm real. I want you to experience me. I wonder what would happen if the people on your job could touch him and experience him for themselves. Hallelujah. It would make your job a whole lot easier. Wouldn't it? Oh, hallelujah. My God, you're directing us. I believe that the Lord is just taking us full circle. That's right. I really do. I believe the Lord is taking his church in full circle. Back to the root. The life is in the root. The power is in the root. There's a restoration. We see a restoration of the ministry of Jesus Christ. And all of the facets and all of the functions, that is what's happening. That's what God is doing. That's why some of us feel so bad and so miserable. 
when we're not functioning and when we're not serving and when we're not ministering and when we're not doing anything. We just feel like we're just missing the mark, and we are. And God is speaking. It's not a coincidence that you hear pastor and I hear pastor communicating to us about being together. The greatest manifestation of the Lord is going to be with a unified body. That's right. You see God in His greater power or greater glory, greater dimension, greater manifestation where there is greater levels of unity. And that's what hap- that is what is happening. I know I don't have very long here, but let me turn your attention to just a few more verses of Scripture. You still with me? All right. Praise God. I want to turn into the Word of the Lord here. To the book of 1 John, chapter number 1, and then verses 1 and 2. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard. Now, everybody can't say this, but they said it. That which was from the beginning. Now, listen, this is before manifestation, okay? That which is from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes. So there was a beginning. They weren't there. But that which was from the beginning, in the beginning was the Word. Okay, you following me? We have heard, we've seen with our eyes, and we've looked upon, and our hands have handled of the Word or the Logos of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life. What is our responsibility to have that revelation, that relationship, so that we too, as the body of Christ, can show the world that eternal life? What is that? Where is that? Who is that, should I say? That eternal life is Jesus Christ. That is who we are empowered to bear witness of, to show, to manifest to our world. You don't have to be a scholar. Which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. And that is Jesus Christ. Would you say that with me? Jesus Christ. He wants to be seen. Isn't that amazing? The invisible, eternal, omnipotent, Deity, Spirit, Almighty, Omnipresent God. The Bible says He's immortal and He is invisible. But He became visible through manifestation. That tells me that God wants to be seen. God wants to be seen. He wants you to see Him and He wants you to know Him. And He wants, listen. And he wants you to understand him. I know his ways are higher and his thoughts are higher. 
And if God didn't reveal his thoughts and his ways, he would be the unknowable God. But God has chosen to make himself known, his thoughts known, his ideas known, his ways known, his identity known, his character known, so that you can know him because if you do not know him, you cannot share him or show him with anybody else. Christianity is absolutely boring if you can't share it. It's just boring. It will get boring if you can't share the love, share the life, share the revelation of Jesus Christ. No man hath ascended up to heaven, but Jesus said, He that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. Do we not sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus? Oh, yes, we do. So we're able to communicate Him. John 6, for I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. In the Old Testament, he came down in presence. But in the New Testament, he came down in person. Would you say that with me? Say, in the Old Testament, he came down in presence and in power. But in the New Testament, he came down in person. So when you behold Jesus Christ, you're looking at God in person. Does the world need to know that? Yes. Because they need to know who is the only Savior. Because if they do not hear, they will not call. They can't believe in whom they have not heard. And how can they hear except he be preached? There's got to be communication. Listen, and this is not just set aside for pastors. Pastor knows this. I know this. But Jesus Christ must be preached. He must be proclaimed. He must be communicated to the whole world by the whole church. Would you lift your hands and say, that's my responsibility. That's why it's so important not just for you to hear it, but to receive the revelation. Praise God. It's upon this rock, this revelation, the Lord said, I'm going to build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Praise God. Who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Somebody say, Jesus, I want to know you more so that I can show you more. Hallelujah. Just for a few moments of time, praise God. Not here to impress anybody. I can't do that if I tried. But just for a few more moments, I wonder if we could just extend ourselves to the Lord. I want to know you more so that I can show you more. I want to know you more so that I can show you more. The people in thy world need to see and behold the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. I want to do what they did. You know, we, we want to have what they had in the first century church, but the only way we can experience what they experience is if we get a hold of what got a hold of them and what they got a hold of. Hallelujah. To see the Lord. To become so 
in awe of him and his glory and what he has done to become the Savior of all men. Jesus Christ. Maybe I'm just preaching to myself, but so be it. But I want to get back to that place where I can go back to just talking, sharing, communicating who the Lord is. Amen. I want to fill my world with the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And the person who bears that name. I don't know about you, but I want to get back, amen, to my first glory. Hallelujah. The glory of the gospel of Jesus Christ being communicated. I remember those days and I want to get back. I remember the excitement and I want it back. I remember the passion and I want to get it back. I remember the fervency and I want to get it back. Oh, hallelujah. I remember God revealing himself and talking to me. And I was able to commune with him and he communed with me every single day and show me things about himself. I want to get that back. I want to know him more. I want a renewed relationship. I want a renewed thrill and excitement and appreciation for the revelation of Jesus Christ so that I can share him with my world lift your hands with me if you want to share him with your world we're starting these home groups these small groups these connect groups listen don't use your personality as an excuse not to be vocal about who Jesus is Don't use the excuse, well, I'm an introvert. I don't talk that much. Listen, stop telling God who you are and listen to who God says you are. Amen. Stop telling God what you can't and cannot do and realize that He has empowered you to do all of the will of God. And it is the will of God that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. That knowledge comes through communication. The Spirit of God working in us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, give it to the Lord one more time. Praise be to the Lord. Our God. Yes, He is the Messiah. And yes, He is our Maker. Yes, He is the Christ, and yes, He is the Creator. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. People are going to hold on to their gods until they see the true God. They're going to hold on to their idolatry until they've been liberated by the person of truth through the communication of the Spirit by the Spirit of truth. Oh, He is Lord and He is Christ. What was it that convinced those people on that day, the day of Pentecost as we know it? What was it? that pricked their heart, that brought the ultimate conviction to them to lead and provoke them to say, what must we do? What was it that led to that question? What was it? It was the revelation 
of Jesus Christ. They had been taught about the one true God and believed it all of their life. But when they found out that the one true God actually did come, just like he foretold through the prophets that he would come, even when he spoke to Adam and Eve in the book of Genesis, hallelujah, that the seed of the woman's going to bruise his head. And he's going to bruise his heel. It was a prophetic utterance. And when they realized that Jesus Christ was Lord and Christ, Lord speaking of his power and his position. Christ speaking of his personage. When they realized that this Jesus that they crucified was both deity and humanity, they said, what must we do? And on that revelation, the man of God gave the proper response. Repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the Holy Ghost. For the promises unto you and unto your children, even, amen, as many as the Lord our God shall call. Is he calling? I say he's calling. Hallelujah. When you preach the gospel, amen, it's the Lord calling them. When you communicate Jesus Christ, he's calling them. Amen. He communicates through the person, through the people, through the body. Can we stand together? In him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. No wonder Jesus rightfully said, when you've seen me, You've seen the Father. You see, the world is saying, show us the Father. Huh? The world is saying, show us the Father. This everlasting Father. The Father of lights in whom is no variableness nor shadow of turning. The world is saying, show us the Father. And our response is, we're going to share Jesus. Because when you see Him, You've seen the Father. When they see Him for who He is, it's going to make all the difference in the world. I wonder if we can just surrender our hearts and minds to the will of God again. Hallelujah. Saturate me, O God. Saturate my spirit, my God. Direct my attention, my affection. Direct my steps, O God, in your word. Hallelujah, so that I become a conduit of the communication of the revelation of who you are. Oh God, may we become living epistles of Jesus Christ, not just in a church service, but may we become living epistles of Christ to the world that we live. Oh, hey. Come on, get alone with God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, get alone with God right where you are. Hey, get alone with God right where you are. Hallelujah. I want to be a man like them. Hallelujah. Not just so that I can see the miracles, but 